Part seven of A Treatise on the True Devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary by Louis Marie Grignon de Montfort, translated by Frederick William Faber, D.D. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. The wonderful effects which this devotion produces in the soul which is faithful to it. My dear brother, be sure that, if you are faithful to the interior and exterior practices of this devotion, which I will point out, the following effects will take place in your soul. 1. By the light which the Holy Ghost will give you by his dear spouse, Mary, you will understand your own evil, your corruption, and your incapacity for anything good, which is not God's free gift to us, either as author of nature or of grace. In consequence of this knowledge, you will despise yourself. You will only think of yourself with horror. You will regard yourself as a snail that spoils everything with its slime, or a toad that poisons everything with its venom, or as a spiteful serpent only seeking to deceive. In other words, the humble Mary will communicate to you a portion of her profound humility, which will make you despise yourself, despise nobody else, but love to be despised yourself. 2. Our Blessed Lady will give you also a portion of her faith, which was the greatest of all faiths that ever were on earth, greater than the faith of all the patriarchs, prophets, apostles, and saints put together. Now that she is reigning in the heavens, she has no longer this faith, because she sees all things clearly in God, by the light of glory. Nevertheless, with the consent of the Most High, in entering into glory, she has not lost her faith. She has kept it, in order that she may keep it in the church militant for her faithful servants. The more, then, you gain the favor of that august princess and faithful virgin, the more will you go by pure faith in all your conduct, a pure faith which will make you hardly care at all about the sensible and the extraordinary, a lively faith animated by charity which will enable you to perform all your actions from the motive of pure love, a faith firm and immovable as a rock through which you will rest quiet and constant in the midst of storms and hurricanes, a faith active and piercing which like a mysterious pass-key will give you entrance into all the mysteries of jesus into the last ends of man and into the heart of god himself a courageous faith which will enable you to undertake and carry out without hesitation great things for god and for the salvation of souls lastly a faith which will be your blazing torch your divine life your hidden treasure of divine wisdom and your omnipotent arm which you will use to enlighten those who are in the darkness of the shadow of death, to inflame those who are lukewarm and who have need of the heated gold of charity, to give life to those who are dead in sin, to teach and overthrow, by your meek and powerful words, the hearts of marble and the cedars of Lebanon, and finally to resist the devil and all the enemies of salvation. 3. This mother of fair love will take away from your heart all scruple and all disorder of servile fear, she will open and enlarge it to round the way of her son's commandments with the holy liberty of the children of god she will introduce into it pure love of which she has the treasure so that you shall no longer be guided by fear as hitherto in your dealings with god of charity but by pure love you will look on him as your good father whom you will be incessantly trying to please and with whom you will converse confidently as a child with its tender father if unfortunately you offend him you will at once humble yourself before him you will ask his pardon with great lowliness but at the same time you will stretch your hand out to him with simplicity and you will raise yourself up lovingly 
without trouble or disquietude and go on your way to him without discouragement for our blessed lady will fill you with a great confidence in god and in herself one because you will not be approaching to jesus by yourself but always by that good mother two because as you have given her all your merits graces and satisfactions to dispose of at her will she will communicate to you her virtues and will clothe you in her merits so that you will be able to say to god with confidence behold mary thy handmaid be it done unto me according to thy word ecce ancilla domini fiat mihi secundum verbum tuum three because as you have given yourself entirely to her body and soul she who is liberal with the liberal and more liberal even than the liberal will in return give herself to you in a marvellous but real manner so that you may say to her with assurance tuo sum ego salvum me fac i am thine holy virgin save me or as i have said before with the beloved disciple ascepite in mea i have taken thee holy mother for all my goods you may also say with saint bonaventure ecce domina salvatrix mea Felicialiter adem et non timibo quia fortitudo mea et las mea in domino est tu and in another place tuus totus ego sum et omnia mea tua sunt o virgo gloriosa super omnia benedicta ponum te ut signaculum super cor meum quia fortis est ut mors dilectio tua my dear mistress who saves me i will have confidence and will not fear because you are my strength and my praise in the lord i am altogether yours and all that i have belongs to you o glorious virgin blessed above all created things i will put you as a seal upon my heart because your love is as strong as death you may say to god in the sentiments of the prophet domine non est exaltatum cor meum neque elati sunt oculi mei neque ambulavi in magnis neque emir labilibus super me si non humiliter sentiebum sed exaltavi animam meam siclut abatactus est super matre tua ita retributio in anima mea lord my heart and my eyes have no right to extol themselves or to be proud or to seek great and wonderful things yet even in this i am not humble but i have lifted up and encouraged my soul by confidence i am like a child weaned from the pleasures of earth and resting on its mother's lap and it is on that lap that all good things come to me see psalm one thirty four what will still further increase your confidence in her is that you will have less confidence in yourself you have given her in trust all you have of good about you that she may have it and keep it and so all the trust you once had in yourself has become an increase of confidence in her who is your treasure oh what confidence and what consolation is this for a soul who can say that the treasure of god where he has been pleased to put all he had most precious is his own treasure also ipsa est thesaurus domini it was a saint who said she was the treasure of the lord five the soul of our blessed lady will communicate itself to you to glorify the lord her spirit will enter into the place of yours to rejoice in god her salvation provided only that you are faithful to the practices of this devotion sit in singulis anima mariae ut magnificet dominum 
si in singulis spiritus mariae ut exultet in deo st ambrose let the soul of mary be in each of us to glorify the lord let the spirit of mary be in each of us to rejoice in god ah when will the happy time come said a holy man of our own days who was all absorbed in mary ah when will the happy time come when the divine mary will be established mistress and queen of hearts in order that she may subject them fully to the empire of her great and holy jesus when will souls breathe mary as the body breathes air when that time comes wonderful things will happen in those lowly places where the holy ghost finding his dear spouse as it were reproduced in souls shall come in with abundance and fill them full to overflowing with his gifts and particularly with the gift of wisdom to work the miracles of grace my dear brother when will that happy time that age of mary come when souls losing themselves in the abyss of her interior shall become living copies of mary to love and glorify jesus that time will not come until men shall know and practice this devotion which i am teaching ut adveniat regnum tuum adveniat regnum mariae six if mary who is the tree of life is well cultivated in our soul by fidelity to the practices of this devotion she will bear her fruit in her own time and her fruit is none other than jesus christ how many devout souls do i see who seek jesus christ some by one way or by one practice and others by other ways and other practices and after they have toiled much throughout the night they say per totum noctum laborantes nihil sepimus we have toiled all night and have taken nothing we may say to them laborastis multum edentulistis parum you have labored much and gained little jesus christ is yet feeble in you but by that immaculate way of mary and that divine practice which i am teaching we toil during the day we toil in a holy place we toil but little there is no night in mary because there is no sin not even the slightest shade mary is a holy place and the holy of holies where saints are formed and moulded take notice if you please that i say the saints are moulded in mary there is a great difference between making a figure in relief by blows of hammer and chisel and making a figure by throwing it into a mould statuaries and sculptors labour much to make figures in the first manner but to make them in the second manner they work little and do their work quickly st augustine calls our blessed lady forma dei the mould of god si formam dei and appellum de not existis the mould fit to cast and mould gods he who was cast in this mould is presently formed and moulded in jesus christ and jesus christ in him at a slight expense and in a short time he will become god because he has been cast in the same mould which has formed a god it seems to me that i can very aptly compare directors and devout persons who wish to form jesus christ in themselves or others by different practices from this to sculptors who trust in their own professional skill ingenuity or art and so give an infinity of hammerings and chiselings to a hard stone or a piece of badly polished wood to make an image of jesus christ out of it sometimes they do not succeed in giving anything like the natural expression of jesus either from having no knowledge or experience of the person of jesus or from some blow awkwardly given which has spoiled the work but for those who embrace the secret of grace which i am revealing to them i may reasonably compare them to founders and casters who discovered the beautiful mould of mary where jesus was naturally and divinely formed and without trusting through their own skill but only in the goodness of the mould 
they cast themselves and lose themselves in mary to become the portraits of jesus christ after nature oh beautiful and true comparison but who will comprehend it i desire that you may my dear brother but remember that we only cast in a mould what is melted in liquid that is to say you must destroy and melt down in yourself the old adam to become the new one in mary seven by this practice faithfully observed you will give jesus more glory in a month than by any other practice however difficult in many years and i give the following reasons for it one because doing your actions by our blessed lady as this practice teaches you you abandon your own intentions and operations although good and known to lose yourself so to speak in the intentions of the blessed virgin although they are unknown thus you enter by participation into the sublimity of her intentions which are so pure that she gives more glory to god by the least of her actions for example in twirling her distaff or pointing her needle then st lawrence by his cruel martyrdom on his gridiron or even all the saints by all their heroic actions put together it was thus that during her sojourn here below she acquired such an unspeakable aggregate of graces and merits that it were easier to count the stars of the firmament the drops of water in the sea or the grains of sand upon its shore than her merits and graces thus it was that she gave more glory to god than all the angels and saints have given him or ever will give him o prodigy of a mary thou canst not help but do prodigies of grace in souls that wish to lose themselves altogether in thee two because the soul in this practice counts as nothing whatever it thinks or does of itself and only puts its trust and takes its pleasure in the dispositions of mary when it approaches jesus or even speaks to him thus it practices humility far more than the souls who act of themselves and lean with however imperceptible or complacency on their own dispositions but if the soul acts more humbly it therefore glorifies god more highly and he is only perfectly glorified by the humble and those that are little and lowly in heart three because our blessed lady wishing by her great charity to receive the presence of our actions in her virginal hands gives them an admirable beauty and splendor moreover she offers them herself to jesus christ and without difficulty and our lord is thus more glorified by them than if we offered them by our own criminal hands for lastly because you never think of mary without mary in your place thinking of god you never praise or honor mary without mary praising and honoring god mary is altogether relative to god and indeed i might well call her the relation to god she only exists with reference to god she is the echo of god who says nothing repeats nothing but god if you say mary she says god saint elizabeth praised mary and called her blessed because she had believed mary the faithful echo of god at once intoned magnificat anima mea dominum my soul doth magnify the lord that which mary did then she does daily now when we praise her love her honor her or give anything to her it is god who is praised god who is loved god who is glorified we give then to god by mary and in mary end of part seven